Welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast, where our mission is to expand consciousness through collaborative content creation. Join me, Josh Greco. And me, Nick Davies, as we bring on new guests each week who are experts in their field to share some wisdom, add some thoughts and some takeaways that you can apply to your own life. Right. I'm joined today by Rebecca. Along with Rebecca, we have Coach Nick and myself, Coach Josh. Topic today, a new normal, uh, very appropriate in, our, in today's day and age, 2020 uh, hit us like a bag of bricks here, I feel like, but it can also mean some other things. So I'll introduce our first topic or our topic here with, uh, with a question to Rebecca. So uh, Rebecca, maybe share uh, something about this year with uh, the implementation of a new normal, whether that's adjusting to society in a certain way or something that you've implemented to change um, or, or, or to develop a new habit? What's, what's a new normal that you've developed this year? Well, the, the introduction of um, working from home full time is quite a shock to the system because I'm used to traveling a fair amount for my role or even just traveling to different offices within the UK. So it's, um, it's been a bit of a challenge being at home more than I would have done before. But it's also been really good in a way because it's given me some home life routine that I wouldn't have normally had because I was always out and about. Um, so I've taken the time where we were in um, lockdown to focus on myself, my well-being, um, exercising, eating well, yoga, running, um, you name it. I've done it in the last few months. So it's, the new normal is actually suiting me really well. I love it. Yeah. So, so um, like what is one thing that you've, you would say has been super beneficial for you in that time period? Like you seem positive and bubbly and all that so what maybe you were like that before but uh what's what's something you've implemented that you've stuck with or it's a habit now um well I will, i'm always a very positive bubbly person anyway um but it's it's led me to do new habits which i wouldn't have done normally because we are kind of in a bit of a groundhog day um repetition so for instance i start my morning with hot water lemon ginger and honey which i never did before um, and that's really good for my immune system. And it's really good at just kickstarting everything in the mornings. Um, I do meditation. I do yoga. I go out running. If I've got a space in between meetings, and I do work different time zones. So I do have to sometimes rejiggle my day, depending on what my diary looks like that day. Um, I do try and go out for a run, say at lunchtime or mid-morning if I can, if I can't fit it in in the evening due to meetings. Um, so yeah, that's about it really. Yeah, so when all said and done, sure, some adjustments that needed to be done on the fly here with adjusting to this, but it sounds like you've kind of looped it into some good habits. I know Nick and I have implemented a few things together with, with exercising or around a, uh, a workout routine here. So Nick, maybe if you could share something that uh, is a new normal for you in this, in this day and age. Yeah, I certainly will. But what I'm, what I'm interested, let's just to quickly dig a little bit into more, to more of that if I can, Rebecca, because I wonder... Because there's lots of stuff there, right? And is is the power for you that all the stuff together, or is it is there one or two specific things which enable the rest or override the bet or the rest? Like, because I wonder, is it is it a case of the sum is of the whole is greater than the parts, or is there a couple there that really jump out for you? I would say before I was always chasing time zones. I was always traveling. I was always eating convenience food on the go or eating in hotels and I was never really looking after myself and I kind of run a lot on empty and adrenaline so I tend to 
be traveling and working and then catching up with friends and partying too hard. So it's really given me the opportunity to just look after myself a little bit more and um, to take into account my own well-being and to really look after um, myself. And also I figured, you know, if I am going to come into contact with COVID at any point, I want my body to be in the best um, it can be if I come across it. So I've tried to take that with a pinch of um, working style and sometimes for instance I won't have my camera on if I'm in meetings and I will stretch out my yoga mat or I'll just stand up and walk around or I'll put washing out and laundry and um, exactly <laughs> and um, I will um, take advantage of just being able to move around because so many hours at my desk even at home is it's not good for you so I do try and move around if I can. Are you saying that the best thing that's happened this year is the COVID? Yeah, it's actually worked out really well for me. It has. I mean, I miss traveling and I miss going and seeing different countries and places and people. And I miss the social interaction because I'm a very social person. Yeah. But in the virtual world, you're never really alone. I spend sometimes eight hours a day on camera talking to people. And um, it does get a little bit exhausting at times. You do get that Zoom fatigue that everyone talks about. And especially when COVID was in its early stages and everybody wanted to have Zoom conversations and virtual meets of people that you don't, wouldn't really normally see. <laughs> so that was interesting. But yeah, you're never really alone in the virtual world. Tell me about Zoom fatigue. I haven't heard that. You said everyone's talking about that. Okay. It struck but me like, um, like I'm a big UFC fan. And so if people, um, I think this term comes from boxing, but if, if a fighter spends a lot of time not, not fighting, so they get injured, they're out for a year. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes they talk about ring rust. They come back and they're not quite right. Like there's too much there. Like, and so I wonder if it's like an opposite thing. Like, so, I, and, and so the argument with that is, is it real? Like is ring rust real? Is it just in your head? So I wonder if that's a similar thing it can be in your head, but it can also be real as well. Yeah, so tell me more about it. The so Zoom fatigue is when you spend so many hours a day sat in front of Zoom on meetings. Um, and it's, um, it's quite tiring because you're constantly sat in one spot. And so it's not good for your back and it's not good for your posture. It's not, um, it's not very good at all because, you know, if you're in a normal office environment, you would be up and about and moving and getting cups of tea, having chats with people in the corridor, whereas virtually you don't have that and also because we are now living in a virtual world primarily in, in what we do um, it's back to back constantly all day long different time zones so you're actually talking a lot more than you used to and you're also um, you're not moving around and you're not having that face-to-face -face interaction that you normally would have had in an office environment so it's interesting to um, to adapt to a different world because I'm so much busier now than I was back in the office or when I was traveling right. um, so if it was Zoom fatigue is the thing because you get to the point of like the six hour of day of meeting you're like oh god I can't I can't do anymore <laughs> but um when I schedule meetings I now take that into account so I schedule a meeting to start five past the hour and end at five to the hour and therefore it gives somebody a 10 minute break to you know move around go get a coffee go to the bathroom do anything that they need to do um otherwise you just end up I was ending up eating three meals a day at my desk because I was just constantly back to back through time zones and I didn't have the opportunity to get up and move around. So now I've taken the opportunity to, if it's a big call with say more than five people on it, I won't turn my camera on and I will move around with my Bluetooth headset and do different things around the house, whether it be stretching or laundry or just walking rather than standing and sitting. Mm. 
So, so are we are we getting much more stuff done then? Yeah, I'm. I find I'm more productive now because there isn't that divide of leave the office, go home. Right. It's more, um, the office is always there, and that is the problem. And if it's not there at your desk, it's always there. If you've got a work phone and you've, you're constantly checking your emails and thinking, I've got to do this tomorrow. We there isn't that divide anymore between home and work at the moment. Hmm. So, so I'm I'm wary here of of confirmation bias, but what? But one of the, my, my reasons for, and just for context, that, that I've made a choice to work from home before anything. I've been doing it for a while. So I, I guess before I mean that, but the COVID stuff, work from home made zero difference to me. <laughs> and my thought was that a lot of time in my old world, a corporate world spent in the office was not spent time working. It was spent time doing other things. So it's like, well, actually you can probably, it's not, I don't need to be in the office for eight hours or 10 hours. I just need to get done whatever I need to get done. And so why are we there for the rest of the time? Yeah. So for me, it sounds like it's it, what's, what hasn't, what happens to you as a, as a productive person, achieving person is that rather than just doing what you need to do in the smaller amount of time, because you haven't got that, everything that's going on in the office stuff traveling, mm -hmm. you've actually just doubled your output like, or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, is, does, does that resonate? Like, does, have you seen yeah. any part of that? And I would definitely say when I was in the office or if I'm traveling and seeing other countries and colleagues, I even, I'm definitely one of those people that likes to chat and socialize quite a lot. So actually I'm getting more work done now. I don't have that luxury. Um, I'm one of those people that needs a sign on the back of my, on my back in the office saying, please don't talk to me. I can't be trusted. I've got work to do. <laughs> it's a long sign. <laughs> <laughs> So it's nice to actually that I'm now at home where I've got the opportunity to just focus and get stuff done. Um, and whereas before I used working from home as a luxury one or two days a week to have that balance of homework life where I could put laundry on or um, just spend time catching up on life admin so I have my weekends to myself. Now it's a case of that's every day. And um, I'm actually getting a lot more done because I don't necessarily have that social interaction. But the company I work for are really good in health and well-being. And we do have 15 minutes in a morning and an afternoon where we can join a call with colleagues from all over the world. And we can have those breaks of social interaction that we would have got in the office, but we don't get normally now. No, so that's I love that. that. That's a great idea. Um, and uh, Nick, what you mentioned about uh, like just working from home, just the work-life balance. Now it's more important than, than ever that we set that boundaries for ourselves while we're working from home. And uh, Rebecca, to your point, maybe we can schedule some social time somewhere in the midst of that, but that's, that's an interesting, interesting concept there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so yeah, I want to pivot the conversation a little bit because this is super interesting. We could dive more into that, but I'm also curious to know, like a lot of that stuff has happened because you're adjusting. Uh, is there anything you've been intentional about, like un-COVID related, not COVID related, with uh, habits that you want to develop or how do you how do you acquire new skills how do you how do you continue to grow in your role what's what's a way that you've been intentional about that i've been intentional in the way that ironically i work in learning and development and i don't invest in my own learning and development it's always a case of i'm looking after other people and i never get to do my own wish list of things i want to do um, so i'm making the intention of changing that Again, being at home, not traveling as much, having more time, not necessarily time because I am busier now because I'm constantly back to back in meetings across time zones, but I've got more time at home to balance the work life balance. So therefore, 
I want to do some things that I, I have an interest in. For instance, neurolinguistic programming, I've got a big interest in. I'd like to do more um, development towards that. And so it's given me the time to stop and think about myself, as well as developing roadmaps and development plans for other people in their careers, thinking, well, actually, what do I want to do for me? Now's the time to think about me. And I think because of the situation that we're in, that I've had the opportunity to focus on myself and my own well-being and my own thoughts a lot recently this year it's given me that mindset of what's outside of that outside of my own health and well-being what do I want to do in terms of my career my personal and professional development etc so it's given me that scope which is nice mm. I can appreciate that answer Nick Nick and I were just talking about a quote from a gentleman by the name of James Clear have you ever heard of him no never He's on, he's on Twitter. He's on a couple of different social media platforms, but he has this quote that I think resonates with what we're talking about. He says, the key, if you want to build habits that last, is to join a group where the desired behavior is the normal behavior. Okay. I just love that. So if you're interested in being in intentional about developing that skill, it might be, you know, behoove of you to bring somebody with you or just find a group where, where that is the normal. They do that every day. It might you know be a little ramp up time for you to to catch up with everybody, but if that's just what they do, you in no time you'll catch on and develop a new habit. That sounds brilliant. Yeah, I'll look it up. Thank you. Well, yeah. So here's the overall concept from that. Like, so I think that environment is the biggest indicator of change, mm -hmm. and so that and the easiest way to 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 utilize that is to go into an environment that already exists, right? To 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 base off off of that quote. But think about what you've done, Rebecca. You've created that environment for you. It's this year since you've been at home, what you've made the decision to make wholesale changes to. So like it's something that, you, that resonates with you probably before. So you just kind of did it as you went through. But what, as you described, is like the, the morning drink with the, with the ginger and the honey and the lemon and the hot water. I'd do it without, without the hot water because that was just a slot. <laughs> and that, without the honey. Um, and then the meditation and then the yoga and then the running, like, like the stacking of those habits, which yep. is actually another James Clear uh, concept, habit stacking. But you've created your environment and then, and then just because that's your environment, you're naturally in it anyway. And mm -hmm. then it's led to the extra productivity work-wise and the freedom to have all those thoughts about well, what do I want to do? Like, what, where am I developing myself? Mm -hmm. I just think that's beautiful because... It's that you can go into another environment. That's why it's, it's so powerful that when you go to a different country, when you go and live in a different country, or even if you just live in a different town or city, mm -hmm. you change quicker because everything, like if you wanted to go and learn Italian, what's the best way to do that? Okay. Yeah, everyone knows, right? Go, go live in Italy and be confused like crazy for a couple of weeks and start <laughs> figuring it out, right? It's that, that's going to be the biggest indicator of change, right? And so it's like yeah. whatever you want, go be in that place, like immerse yourself, dive in, like sink or swim. That is, it's such a great reminder to do that. And, and me and Josh were talking about that earlier, right? That's why it's powerful to, to, to do things together, a great environment. To answer your question, Coach, you know, to share with Rebecca, we're doing a workout program together, which is a structured program that has instru instructions and, and, and daily focuses and challenges at the end of it. So that's a great environment to associate yourself with. But it's only once a day. But then you can double the power of that because we're doing it together. And so that creates a, like a, an environment that's not a physical environment, but it's like it creates that energy environment. You have to have a buddy to do with rather than trying to do it on your own. Yeah, exactly. So the more people and the more intense, the bigger outcomes you're going to get. Mm -hmm. 
want to think about it. And it also comes down to accountability. If there's other people doing it with you, you hold each other accountable. It's just, and it's, it's unspoken. You don't really have to say like, you got to do this. It just, everybody just shows up and plays their part in it. Yeah. It's much better than trying to get the motivation to do it on your own for sure. And maybe that's part of, uh, you know, the, the increase in productivity with these, with working virtually is this, you know, it's, it's easier to do that. It's easier to meet up in groups. It's easier to, to pivot quickly. You know, there's features with breakout rooms or just going back to back with meetings. Think of, you know, if you have eight meetings back to back to back to back to back, you're, you're in all these different places at the same, virtually the same time, just within minutes, you're, you're in different places. So um, yeah. yeah, we're, we're tapping into a, a new normal of, like you said, we can be intentional about how we're spending that time, but also being extra productive while we're doing it. And I find that because I'm back to back constantly with different departments, different time zones, different topics, I have to pivot really quickly on in my mind as to right, what am I going into now? What's this meeting? What's it about? Who am I talking to? What have we got to achieve in this meeting? It's, it, it is more so than I've ever had to do before, actually. Which, which, which means there's more of a demand on you to, to make new habits. So how are you going to follow up? How are you going to stay organized? How are you going to you know, communicate effectively between meetings with people? This, yeah. But all that is an increase in productivity. It's, uh, it's uh, demanding it of you to be more, to be more efficient with your time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. All right, coach Nick, uh, start to bring us home here with some takeaways. We've got some really good stuff today. I, I love this conversation. I love it. Deep and quick and fast. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, don't take that the wrong way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the biggest thing is that, you know, COVID is, uh, whatever you want to see it to be, right? Like it's, I think that's creating a new normal, uh, is, is just a choice, right? It comes down to it, right? You could see it's the worst thing in the world or the best thing in the world. It, you, you just get to choose what type of response that you have to things, right? And so uh, creating your environment is going to be a massive indicator of change. And so if you see something as an opportunity, it will be, you know, because what's bad is always available, but so is what's good. And so you just get to choose. You know, so I think for me, that really jumps out and creating that environment. And I'd love just to thought about just to tie it back to the corporate stuff as well. Like when you starting a company uh, and it depended on the individual maybe the level maybe the size of the company as well like there's a company cadence like when you walk, walk into an office like there's a way of doing things and you get there and you start to assimilate because the environment is powerful because there's a lot of people there and then you you will you will move and unless you're super intentional all the time you will move yourself and mold yourself to match that environment to match that cadence yeah. when that's ripped out People and especially if people that have been doing the same thing for a long time, they're just like, I don't know what to do with myself now. But to your point, coach, you've got to create that for yourself. So I think that's that's the intention of it. You get to choose, and we should be doing this anyway. I, I, that was just something I jotted jotted down, Nick, while you were talking. Was uh, kind of like what Rebecca was was saying with you know I don't know I haven't really thought of like taking care of myself or or how I can do that. So just being intentional about. First, scheduling that into your into your daily structure, but also like what are we what are we ignoring now that we switched over and and we've kind of gotten into a groove of our of this new way of life? What's one thing that we haven't really thought of that we can make make our new normal? Like we can be, we have that work. Like we don't travel in the car anymore to, you know, we don't have thirty minutes to kill. So what what can we do with that time instead of scheduling meetings right at eight a.m.? What can we do to take care of ourselves in the morning, first thing in the morning, like having a hot cup of water with lemon and all that. <laughs>
So Rebecca, any, anything else? What else can you think of as, as a takeaway, something that would be good for, you know, to, to have other people develop their new normal? I kind of have had a bit of an influence on some people actually through um, through all these meetings, through connecting, through the well-being sessions that our, our work puts on. Um, we all share what we how we've been coping, and um, through the the peak of lockdown, when I was like, oh, you know, I've been going running and yoga, and I've been eating really well, and I'm not drinking, and a lot of my colleagues were in the stage of just treating it like an extended festive period, and um, and actually a few months later they've taken some of my inspiration and some of them for instance have bought um treadmills to go at your desk so they spend all day in meetings just walking uphill on a treadmill some of them have done yoga meditation um they're drinking less they're eating better and so i feel like and they've all sort of commented we i'm only doing this because of your inspiration from um you made me feel good and made me feel like i want to be better in that respect awesome. um, so that was quite nice yeah. yeah, that's amazing. I like to spread the good wishes. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see if we can tap into the network here and, and spread spread the love here, spread the good news. Spread it, spread it. Yeah, for sure. When it, it kind of ties back to, I think we had a we had a true seekers on on standards before, if, I, if my memory serves me. But it's it's an environment you've created, and then you hold in that Rebecca that standard for the people that are around you it's an invitation for them to come meet you at that standard, right? And like that, mm -hmm. when you when you have that standard that's outstanding, like to stand out, like it's it's uh, it's right at the front. Like, and that's like, it's, that's why to be at the top or be, having that place is like where you're, you're paving the way. It's where, that's where all the results are, all the spoils are, because it's, you're allowing the path for everyone else to follow, right? Because someone could come along and do the same thing as you, even do it better, but if you didn't do it in the first place, it wouldn't even exist as a concept, right? And so, so cool to hear that. So thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. Even before um, COVID days, I would say to a colleague, right, let's not go to the meeting room, but let's go grab a coffee and let's go for a walk outside. And we would have a walking meeting outside with a cup of coffee and might not be the nicest surroundings, but it's better than sitting in a, a meeting room doing the same sort of thing. If it's a meeting where you're just bouncing ideas and you're discussing, you don't need to be taking notes or presenting anything, why are we as a norm sitting down and doing it in one place if we don't need to be let's get up and let's move because that brings creativity and inspiration and new ideas so why why conform to the traditional method of just sitting exactly, exactly. yeah i'm reminded i just had a buddy uh who's an author first time author just wrote a book called ace your space and talks about like so think about your home office set it up to a, a, a place like where you want to be you're going to be there for eight hours yep. we have limited capacity in a corporate environment or a commercial building uh you're home now so if you carved out space for yourself in a home office somewhere put put a whole bunch of stuff in there that makes you happy and want to be there and you'll you'll enjoy your work more too i agree completely yeah. awesome well anything else from you guys anything else you can think of to contribute there's, there's so much stuff as always, but let's uh, let's let's keep it let's keep it tight and um, and 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 thank you very much, Rebecca. It's su super cool for us to uh, for you to share that stuff and you putting yourself out there and like leading from the front. Love it. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Truth Seekers. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And remember, we believe that feedback is a gift. So please feel free to give us your thoughts.
And if you crave that visual interaction and would like to comment on our videos, join us on our YouTube channel, hashtag truthseekers.